Welcome to the Shift Happens podcast, where we explore the latest trends and insights in the digital workplace. From the role of AI in the workplace to the future of remote work, we cover it all. Tune in as we chat with industry leaders and experts. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just getting started in the digital landscape, we've got you covered. Subscribe to Shift Happens wherever you listen to podcasts and stay ahead of the curve. Shift Happens Podcast. In this episode, I'll chat with Kevin Byrne, Senior Vice President of Content and Collaboration at the Bank of Hawaii. We'll talk a bit about the sunny skies of the Aloha State, but we'll also explore the ways that a cloud migration can quickly turn stormy. Without proper data governance and efficient use of collaboration tools, you could face costly content sprawl and new vulnerabilities. And as more businesses speed up their migration due to COVID-19, it's more important than ever to have a smart plan that's ready for any forecast. Grab your sunblock and a notepad. Let's take a virtual trip to Hawaii. Aloha, I'm your host, Ducks Raymond Sai, Chief Brand Officer here at AppPoint, Modern Workplace Professional, Microsoft Regional Director, and MVP. For today's episode, I'm joined by my friend and Kaikaina Kevin Byrne, Senior Vice President of Content and Collaboration at the Bank of Hawaii. Hey, Kevin, welcome to the show. Aloha, Ducks. How are you? I've been wanting to go back to the island for the longest time. I think uh, the first time I met you in Hawaii was what, over five years ago now? Oh, yeah, at least. Maybe even more than that. I'm not sure. But yeah, somewhere around there. So one question that's always on my head before we jump right into it is aloha means a bunch of different things, right? Right, yeah. Can you break it down for everyone? Sure, sure thing. Well, uh, there's even a song about it, believe it or not, that it's it. <laughs> aloha means hello, and it also means goodbye, um, just depending on you know where you are in your conversation. And you know, aloha means, you know, I love you or giving love to people too. So I, I have aloha for you, Ducks. You know, you're a, you're a, a dear friend of mine. So, uh, so aloha means a lot of different things, but yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. You know, I love that because if you think about it, right, when you say hello, but you're saying it with, with, with love or when you bid somebody goodbye, it's not like, you know, bye, <laughs> have a good life, but like goodbye. I love right. you. Take care. Right. I'll see you again. Right. Right? It's, right, it's got right. that vibe. So, really, really uh, love that word. And one day I'll get to retire in Hawaii. <laughs> yeah, man, come on over. So, so Kevin, uh, again, thank you for joining us and sharing your journey with collaboration and you know, really taking advantage of a lot of the goodness of Microsoft technology. So, let's kind of step back and, and talk about some backgrounder here for everybody. So, you oversee. Uh, content collaboration at the bank. And for banks, it doesn't get any more regulated, any more high stakes than that, right? So do you feel pressure, uh, you know, as you do what you do day in, day out, and you've been at this for a while, or those Hawaiian sunsets help you? <laughs> well, yeah, I, I mean, sure. Well, we, we certainly, uh, we're, we're one of the largest banks in the state of Hawaii. And we, uh, you know, we've, branches all across the islands. Most of our business is based in the state of Hawaii, although we do have uh, branches in Guam and Saipan. Our uh, key business is across a lot of financial uh, uh, verticals. 
it's because of where we're located. You know, there's no other folks that provide that kind of financial product. So, you know, we kind of run the gamut. So we kind of act like a big bank, but, you know, we're not, you know, the large banks of America and things like that. So, yeah, sure. There's there's definitely a lot of pressure. You know, we've got about we're headquartered in Honolulu, about 2,200 employees. And, you know, so, you know, the pressure is definitely there. You know, we, we're there to provide financial um, products to our community and our customers. So, but yeah, the sunsets and the surf and the Mai Tais help a lot too. So, <laughs> and, and I'm sure, you know, you've been there for how many years now in Hawaii? Oh, Hawaii. I've been in Hawaii for going on 20 years now. And, and talk about extreme weather, right? Yeah, I, <laughs> where you're originally from, I believe you don't get those nice sunsets right. and tropical weather. Yeah, it's it's certainly a different a different uh, perspective, that's for sure. So uh, I'm from Ireland originally, and uh, it's definitely different in terms of how we uh, the kinds of weather we get. It's a lot colder over there, that's for sure. Uh, but you know, we uh, it's a lot warmer over here. So I'm I'm thankful for that. And I'm sure in the past couple months, you know, I've spoken to a lot of professionals across different industries. It's drastically changed pretty much every single industry. Folks have to deal with the scramble and aftermath of COVID. Can you share what the effort looked like for you and your organization? How, you know, walk us back to March when all this started to happen. What are some of the major decisions you all had to make, challenges, and uh, how you overcame it? Yeah, actually, you know what? I'll actually go a little tiny further back than that. You know, uh, so perhaps it's our proximity to Asia. Uh, but, you know, when, when we started hearing about this pandemic, uh, you know, the bank really started to take things very seriously from very early on. So back in January, we started to look at, you know, how do we increase our stock of, you know, PPE, hand sanitizer, things of that nature. We, were, we really started to take it seriously. And, you know, we really thought, you know, this is something we really got to be careful about and really keep our eyes on. So um, fast forward a couple of months. So we, we'd started prepping back then, but uh, fast forward a couple of months uh, into March when we started receiving the stay-at-home orders. I won't say we were ultimately prepared, but we we were we were kind of ready. You know, we were kind of like, okay, let's 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 go home. At least you know, from our department, IT departments, we could, we've been kind of used to that for a while, right? You know, patching at the weekend, things like that. You know, the, that kind of stuff is is par for the course. You know, so we, we started moving uh, our operations to home, but, you know, not all, all of the areas were, you know, ready to go. So, you know, part of our focus had been, you know, these, these paper heavy processes, you know, how do we, how do we do that in a digital form? You know, how do we route documents appropriately so that, you know, we can get the same result and our customers can do what they need to do and make sure that, you know, they're taken care of. So. Uh, you know, so there was a lot of focus for my team specifically around things like workflows and document management and things like that to, to really assist with that. And then, you know, there was anything else from, you know, people really needed the financial assistance. And, you know, so there were Herculean efforts around things like the PPP and SBA law too. You know, we put a massive amount of resources behind them and people really had to pitch in on their you know, spare time weekends to help check the forms and get things right. So, you know, we, there was a big scramble. We all tried to get behind it and get things done. And then there were some, some, some things that we, you know, kind of were like, oh gosh, yeah, how can we do that? So, uh, you know, some of our branches had to close obviously because, you know, we don't want to increase community spread. 
some of those branches, there were things like safety deposit boxes that people needed to access. So uh, my team were part of a, a group that had to put together, you know, a, ske- a light scheduling system so that, you know, folks from, uh, you know, branch managers from other areas could go and let people into those branches to access their safety deposit boxes, things like that. So, you know, notaries, things like that too. You know, banking still had to happen. It's an essential service. So, you know, we scrambled around and tried to get ourselves together to make that happen. I mean, back when all this was starting, right, Hawaii was one of the model states uh, because of the proactiveness of what the state has done, what uh, the local government has done. And as a result, fast forward to today, the, the the spread, while there is spread, is not as high comparably to other states, So, which is a good thing. And then you mentioned about uh, having people work remotely. Did you all have infrastructure ready at that time? Or what does that look like? Was there any transition from on-prem to the cloud? Or, you know, was people able to adopt quickly, uh, broadly, not just IT? Sure. Yeah. Well, it, it was kind of interesting. It was a real dichotomy, a real mix. You know, we, we already had uh, Skype for business in place and, uh, you know, that was, that was to our advantage, but, you know, it wasn't really widely adopted. Certain areas were using it like IT, obviously they were using it pretty heavily, but other areas were not. And so, uh, we, we looked to, uh, you know, what can we do? How do we make this better? We started hitting the walls of Skype for Business relatively quickly when people started coming up to speed and understanding how to use the technology. So, you know, we had some fun stuff where at the beginning, people's, you know, cats and dogs were running around in the background and you know, <laughs> that's kind of how things are sort of working. But, you know, we kind of we kind of started looking at Microsoft Teams pretty quickly. And, you know, knowing that Skype for Business was going to be retired, we kind of was, we set ourselves the mission of getting up on running on Microsoft Teams as quickly as possible because we, we knew that that was the future and it was going to be a better experience for people. So, um, you know, quickly we sort of put together the, we had the infrastructure in place, but, you know, it was doing things like rolling out training and rolling out the application and putting the controls in place, frankly, that we needed to have, you know, as a bank were really key, key factors. So, you know, we, we moved that you know, how's it, how do you say warp speed captain, you know, to try and make this happen, you know, so beam me up, beam me up. Exactly. So, so we, we worked really tirelessly to make that happen. Several teams were uh, part of that, that push and we pushed out Microsoft teams to our, uh, to all of our, uh, our users in the bank. So, uh, you know, folks really, you know, they, they, they took to it. They pivoted from Skype for business. I think, you know, some of the cool things in Microsoft Teams, we we try to, you know, make sure that, you know, there's an element of fun to it. So we allow, you know, custom backgrounds to be uploaded. The, the bank even created some custom backgrounds too. So that was kind of cool. And then Together Mode came along and everyone was, you know, having a great time with Together Mode. And so, you know, we, we try to make it, you know, useful and also, you know, sort of fun too. Some way for people to be able to express themselves a little bit with uh, within the technology. Hello, Shift Happens podcast listeners. I have an exciting offer for you. Join us for our in-person Shift Happens conference, October 10 to 11 in Washington, D.C. Registration is free. That's right, it's free. And you walk away with actionable strategies from industry leaders and peers to make Shift happen in your digital workplace. 
Visit shifthappens.to to register today. We'll see you there. Yeah, especially when we're all working remotely, right? And it's not the same anymore because we don't get that serendipitous collision, right? In the office where I could just, hey, Kevin, uh, what's going on with this? But then so we do what we can with technology. It's not going to replace the in-person experience, but little things like that uh, means a lot to a lot of people. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and speaking of Microsoft 365, are y'all using any other workloads other than Teams? Um, at this time, no, we're, we're still planning it out. You know, it's, it, it's definitely something for a bank, you know, we, we really have to be very conscious of how and what we're sort of getting ourselves into. So, you know, we're, we're still in the early phases of it. We, we've been doing some stuff with Microsoft stream too, which is kind of neat. You know, we, we, we really enjoy that, but you know, we, we, our main efforts is really being around teams and, and securing teams. Security is really top of mind for a bank. It's at the forefront of everything we do. So really looking at, you know, how it can be used in a secure way that's going to meet our standards, you know, state standards, state laws, federal laws, regulations, all of those things. We're taking a look at how we can use those in the best way. Sure. So for scenarios like today, right, where certainly you're using Teams for calls and uh, chats, I assume, uh, what, what, what kind of guidance that you provide especially to your organization as to, you know, when to use what kind of thing and, and in the end, making it easy for your broader uh, constituency or community and, and people not thinking about, oh, you, you're giving me another tool, right? I have all these other tools. So from an adoption perspective, how are you positioning all these suite of technologies? Yeah, there's, there's such a vast array of them out there, you know, and I think that we've really made it clear that, you know, our investment is really going to be in, in Teams and Microsoft 365. You know, that we, we, we do connect with our customers through things like Zoom also too, because, you know, they, you know, whatever the customer is most comfortable with is something that we would obviously want to provide. So, so we, we, we definitely sort of try to, sort of guide that internal collaboration is mostly around teams, you know, because teams is really where we're sort of, you know, very vested. Um, and then, you know, if folks want to use Zoom for some or, or, or other technologies for meeting some clients, I think that that's, uh, that's allowable then too. Got it. And then obviously from a collaboration perspective, uh, content is critical too. Can you provide some insights on how you think about content collaboration and you know, with, with a lot of the regulations you have to comply to, some restrictions perhaps, are there strategies you can share, especially from a hybrid setup, right, um, to other similar organizations as they continue this journey of looking at the cloud, but they may have, uh, you know, stuff still on premises and how to make that work for everybody's best interest? Yeah, 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 that's a great question. You know, we've, we've put a lot, a lot of work into our on-prem environment, specifically SharePoint and, you know, file shares and things of that nature to really address, you know, content, content sprawl, uh, optimal content management and, and what to do with your content. And we have a specific team that uh, goes around each unit in the bank and really introduces them to, you know, here's how Here's how you should work with your content and, and tell us about your content, you know, and, and we'll tell you how, how best to, to, to use that content and keep that content if you need to, um, such that, you know, you're not going to be in trouble for any regulations, you know, we, we'll do it in a consistent way. So, 
so there, uh, so much effort has been put to that on prem that you know we we look to the cloud and say well you know we don't want to undo all that good work that we've done on prem you know we we really want to make sure that whatever is in the cloud is going to be uh on par with what we have on prem so you know for us at least anyway we we really think about you know how do we how do we how do we um, enforce the same rules that we have on prem in the cloud and what sort of technology is going to be able to be helpful for us and what sort of processes things of that nature so we've we've really we've really been focused a lot on that you know we've been looking at um, you know AppPoint's cloud governance to help us out with that you know that's been a great you know something that we we're really excited about and sort of to give us that on uh, the same the same situation on prem as we have in the cloud too so you know, uh, you know, we're we're very excited with that. There's definitely been some areas that we've had to really, you know, um, sort of talk through. You know, what their 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 issues are. So, for example, um, you know, our investment area is subject to SEC regulations. You know, and so those SEC regulations have you noticed know, some pretty uh, stringent retention rules around. You know, how they manage you know email communications or chats or electronic communications in general. And so we've, um, you know, we have had to, you know, unfortunately take away chat functionality until such time as we've, we've got our infrastructure set up so that, you know, we can manage that uh, for that, that, that area or that group so that you know, we're, we're complying with regulations. So in some cases, it's unfortunate, you know, we, we have to kind of take it away for some period of time until we're ready. And then for other, it's, it's ready. Oh, go ahead. Gung ho. They sort of get it and they're able to sort of move forward. And, and I hear this a lot from a lot of uh, organizations that are similar to yours. So it's highly regulated, right? It's not just in the banks, healthcare, for example, government, where we have all this great technology, you know, between chats and creating a team and conversations. But then again, how do you find that common ground with regulations we need to comply with? Because now if you think about it, right, retention is not just on documents anymore. It's not just on email. How do you retain chats for how long what about conversation threads what constitutes uh you know certain things to be starbanks oxley compliant whereas certain things aren't right when you create a team what about those sharepoint sites and planner and so all those things while it's great but then we we still have fiduciary duties to fulfill absolutely absolutely and we take those we take that very seriously too and we really put a lot of thought and a lot of effort because we that's that's very important to us and our customers, and, and that's like I said, forefront in our minds when we're implementing this technology. So, other than making sure that you're complying with some of these requirements and regulation, any other key lessons you've learned around this journey of looking at the cloud, looking at what you have on prem, um, in what are some uh, workarounds? Are there any that y'all have started doing? Yeah, it's 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 been it's been interesting. You know, uh, there's there's certainly some things we've we've noticed that you know um, the way uh, you know uh, Office three sixty five. I'm sorry, Microsoft three sixty five is it has implemented certain features where you know it doesn't comply to our standards. So we've had to take a look at that and say, well, you know, uh, we have this available on prem. So, so sort of that hybrid nature that we talked about. And, you know, so taking it sort of little by little, bit by bit is really being our uh, approach for now. Taking it as a program overall, but taking it in bite-sized chunks that we can sort of bite off 
and make sure that, you know, we're, we're, we're not going too far down a certain road that we're going to, you know, have to back ourselves out of. So, you know, there's definitely been a lot of that, you know, thinking about, you know, how do we, how do we move the infrastructure, you know, if, if we exchange online, let's say, for example, or things of that nature too, you know, we're very, you know, we know what the value proposition is going to be. So, you know, there's, there's that contention around, you know, we, we have to balance the security aspects with the features that are available and make sure that our business is getting what they want and doing it in a secure fashion. 100%. And, and you mentioned something earlier too, right? Especially with this setup where you're, you're, you have on-prem, you have the cloud, you're going hybrid. And one of the unique aspects of your organization is you're geographically dispersed, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> yeah. And you said yeah. you have multiple branches in the types of weather that you get. Well, yep. most of the time it's nice weather, but <laughs> there, there are times that it's not so nice. So connectivity can be an issue. Uh, Absolutely. How, how do you all address that? Yeah, yeah. you know, uh, we have a very uh, robust DR strategy at the bank and we, we really, we really uh, practice it very regularly and make sure that, you know, if God forbid, you know, hurricanes hit and, and things of that nature, that we have ways of making sure that we are able to get ourselves uh, into a good situation very quickly. So, it, you know, our DR strategy is very, you know, I would say is very strong and we, we work very hard on that. Um, I, I will say that, yeah, geographically, we're, you know, we're in islands in the middle of the ocean, you know, and it's, uh, it's definitely interesting. Some of the things that we've noticed specifically on Teams calls is like, let's say I'm having a call with, um, you know, somebody, one of my colleagues or one of my teammates or something like that. And they're, they're based maybe, you know, I don't know, a mile away or something like that, you know, not too far away. What we've noticed is that the team's uh, connection is jumping out to the mainland and then coming back. So creating extra latency uh, and, you know, performance, especially video performance can be a bit of a challenge in that perspective. So, so we, we, what we noticed was we weren't the only ones in this situation. Everybody in Hawaii uh, who was using teams was sort of in a similar situation. So, we're partnering with some of the local um, internet service providers and the, one of the main uh, data centers whereby the connection leaves Hawaii to sort of peer that network so we don't have to have that hop out to the mainland so that, you know, I'm calling you from Hawaii. Well, there's no need for me to go out to, um, you know, wherever at the West Coast or something like that or up to Asia or something. So, you know, increasing that, you know, minimizing the bandwidth a little bit and also, you know, getting better performance and connection. So, you know, things like that are yeah, definitely unique to Hawaii. We have to make sure that we're, uh, we're we've got backups of backups and satellites and this, that, better. It's, it's, uh, it's definitely a, uh, something that we uh, we have to take into account. But, you know, this has kind of always been the way it's been in Hawaii, you know, so we're pretty used to it out here. But maybe one of these days we'll lobby for a data center locally, especially, you know, <laughs> those underwater data centers, Microsoft. <laughs> yeah. You have a number of that, right? <laughs> <laughs> Do some like James Bond stuff to go down there. Or That's right. Like that. <laughs> That's right. I mean, it's, it's like you said, right? It, the way I think about the... Uh, the, the Hawaiian spirit is resiliency. You know, going back to our first conversation around Aloha, you know, whenever I go there, everybody's happy, everybody's joyful, regardless of the situation. Now, don't get me wrong, we're in a very bad spot right now, but I'm pretty sure even without going there, you would still meet people that are joyful, they're happy, they're resilient. And you know what? If it doesn't work, cuz let's let's figure it out. Right. Right, right, right. Yeah, there's you know, there's a real sense of community in Hawaii. 
You know, that's that's something that, you know, is prevalent in business just as much as it is just walking around in the street. You know, uh, Bank of Hawaii, we, we do a lot in the community. We try our best to support our community, uh, especially in these tough times, you know. But you're right, you know, that people, it, it's been interesting from the COVID perspective. You know, people, it's it's a big thing to hug people out here. And you can't exactly really that anymore, you know. So, <laughs> so, you know, if people are trying to keep the distance, it's been a little bit of a shift. But, you know, everybody's sort of keeping their spirits high. That's how right. it is. Yeah, so aside from that, you know, camaraderie and, and that aloha spirit, right? In your 20 years there, just, just broadly in your experience, be it in the bank or elsewhere, what are some of the key milestones from a content and collaboration perspective that at least you've experienced that made it successful? What, what are the, how can organizations make shift happen, not only in this situation they're in, but generally speaking, especially working around helping drive better collaboration, better content management within their organization? Yeah, it's it, it, it's definitely interesting. You know, I think that people, uh, once people sort of understand, hey, you know, especially in this day and age whereby, you know, protecting information and, and, and curating it appropriately is so important, right? You know, sure that, you know, the right information is in the right people's hands at the right time. And, you know, if, if people can be... Um, uh, if they start to understand, hey, yeah, gosh, I, I, I hate looking for this document, you know, in 10 different places or something like that, you know, or I, I'd much rather just get a link so we could all work, some, work on something together. You know, when we start to break it down into sort of bite-sized use cases whereby people understand, you know, something that resonates with them, that they get, they start to get it, you know, and they start to understand, oh, yeah, I get that. So, for example, in, in, um, in the bank, we've had, I mentioned we're doing content cleanup and, and better content management programs. And, you know, we, we kind of started it as, you know, look, we got to clean up this junk. We're just spending money hand over fist to increase drive space and things like that. But really what resonated with folks was, you know, there's, there's risk involved in keeping this. And so making sure that we are in a good spot with that. So, and, and people understand the risk. I think a little bit better because they think, you know, heck, I can just go out to Best Buy and plug in a 80 gig hard drive and then we're good to go. And obviously that's not going to work in, a, in, you know, a highly regulated industry like ours. So, so yeah, so, um, so really getting to a key point that resonates with that person and help them understand, you know, this is, this is really what it's about. You know, we, we want to make sure data is secured and, and, and things like that are, are, are what I would say are key milestones in people getting really people to shift their mindset and say, oh, yeah, this is important. Yeah, I, I don't want to have to look in three or four different places. And, and I want it to be secure because I want, you know, this getting out to, you know, this, that and the other, especially for us at Bank of Hawaii with our customers. Sure. And, and I love that, right? You always start with, look, here's as an organization, here's our mission. Here's the business outcomes we're expecting. Here are the regulations where we, we committed that we're going to comply with. And, and we're here as IT, we can help you with that. And this is how we do it, right? Versus the traditional way, you must not send an attachment. <laughs> yeah, right? right. Collaborate on SharePoint without right. context. And, right. and I think that shifts the perspective where IT could be a true partner versus this entity always telling me what not to do, right? Yeah, yeah. We, we hated being the bad guy, 
we just really did. You know, we, we wanted to be the partner and we wanted to tell you why it's important and have you understand the why first, you know, and, and why this is a good thing. And once people really, the penny started dropping, you know, people were on board and people, you know, were going ahead and, 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 you know, we, we really saw a lot of traction and we were really, you know, very pleased with that. You know, a marker of a mature content and collaboration, uh, an organization maturing in that space is, uh, reducing attachments. Hopefully that's, that's happening already. Oh, yeah. Everybody co-authoring, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. Right. Co-authoring. Yeah. 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 Awesome. Awesome. Well, well, Kevin, uh, thank you. Thank you so much for sharing your words of wisdom and guidance. And, uh, you know, we, we want to share all the aloha to everybody there. And, uh, we hope definitely one of these days to, uh, get back there on site and perhaps we could do this in person. Oh, yeah, that'd be great. Well, mahalo to you, Ducks, and aloha to everybody listening. And uh, um, thank you so much for giving me the opportunity to speak. Thank you again, uh, Kevin. Thank you, everybody, for listening. If you've enjoyed this show, make sure you smash that button and subscribe and tell everyone about the Shift Happens podcast. Until the next episode, be safe, wash your hand, and wear a mask. Take care. Shift Happens podcast. Thanks for listening. While many of us have adjusted to the new demands of work, it's important to keep monitoring how your teams use the communication tools at their disposal. Ask yourself, what new types of content and how much of it are we creating? What's the best way to govern and protect this data and to ensure compliance? How can I educate employees to make out of platforms such as Microsoft Teams? And how can we make virtual collaboration more fun? Taking a safety-first approach with an eye on the skies is a smart way to deliver a sunny outlook, even if it's snowing in your own backyard. On that note, it would brighten my day if you rate and review the Shift Happens podcast in Apple Podcasts or any other podcast platform. We'll see you next time. Shift Happens Podcast. Shift Happens Podcast. Shift Happens Podcast is a production of AppPoint, Inc., produced and edited by the AppPoint brand team. Stay up to date on the latest trends in digital workplace transformation by visiting AppPoint.com.